Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey everyone, welcome back into the Moment of Cluth podcast. I'm your host, Megan Cluth, and today my guest is Philadelphia Flyers left winger James Van Riemsdyk. He's on the NHL and NHLPA's newly formed committee deemed the Return to Play Committee. Like all sports, the NHL hit the pause button on their season in mid-March, and players are now dispersed around the world. Now, the league is doing everything it can to salvage the 2019-2020 season, and with the help of this committee, that means getting the season going again, which could help recover about half of the projected $1 billion in revenue that the NHL is losing due to the pandemic. Now, there's no date or time exactly for when the NHL will resume, but James shares the details with me of the latest plan, which involves a 24-team playoff, playing in four hub cities, and holding up the Stanley Cup in front of no fans. First of all, congratulations are in order because you and your wife, Lauren, just had a beautiful baby girl. Congrats. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's been a whirlwind the last week, and uh, not much sleep, but uh, we're super thrilled. And um, that's been the one silver lining of all this stuff going on. I get a, some extra time at home, and I uh, get to see a lot of things uh, that I wouldn't have gotten to see otherwise. So, so that's been awesome to be home for all this. Yeah, this is typically a pretty busy time of year for hockey fans and hockey players. Um, what's dad life been like? Yeah, I mean, it's been, like I mentioned, just not a lot of sleep, uh, just lots of watching her and just every little move she makes and every little smile and every little thing like that and trying to get her uh, relatively on a routine, but uh, newborns obviously they're on their own their own uh, agenda, so uh, she likes to stay up a lot during the day and then at night, or sorry, reverse, she likes to sleep a lot during the day and then at night she's, uh, she seems to be wide awake, so she's a bit of a night owl right now, so we've got to hopefully... Uh, switch that so we can start sleeping a little bit more. I feel like that's all of us during this pandemic. All of our sleep patterns are off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. She's fitting right in with that. That's for sure. Exactly. So might be a burst of a bubble a little bit because there's some talks of um, a 24 team playoff format to bring the NHL back to play. And you're on that newly formed committee to help make this happen. Uh, what's the latest? It seems like it changes hour by hour, if not day by day. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, I think, again, they're still still talking through uh, a bunch of different options. And uh, again, unfortunately, uh, with like everything else going on, there's not a ton of certainty. So uh, ideally, you get some certainty around what things are going to look like uh, in, in the future here. And then we can hopefully kind of come up with a plan that makes sense, uh, given the climate of uh, the way things are, are come together. But uh, obviously, again, like, Uh, Like with these things, like with everything else, it's just we're trying to prioritize safety first and foremost and then worrying about the other logistical, competitive um, and things like that, those sorts of details. uh, Secondly, but uh, we're just obviously waiting to get some more certainty on the uh, safety side of things. From a player's standpoint, what makes the most sense for you? What would you like to see happen in this situation? Yeah, you know what? That's a good question. I think um, for me, I think whatever format we decide, I think it just needs to be something that doesn't uh kind of tarnish or or kind of um cheapen the 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 work and the and the the kind of the prestige of winning a championship i think we got to do it in a way that um again the best we can to make sure that uh, that 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 still stays intact the aura of winning the stanley cup 
um, and that sort of thing. But uh, I think there's uh, the, with the options that we're looking at, I think we'll be able to accomplish that uh, um, if we're able to, to come back. So I think we're, we're definitely considering all these sorts of aspects uh, of it as well. Is there another option that's being floated around out there besides the 24 team playoff scenario? Yeah, I mean, there's been talks over the course of this uh, committee uh, about a bunch of different ones. I mean, uh, again, a lot of it comes down to timing um, and safety. Obviously, the, the kind of uh, now as this thing is dragged on a little bit uh, further, um, timing is going to be a little bit more of an issue than maybe it would have been if it, if it wrapped up sooner. So uh, certainly that goes into different decisions uh, as far as uh, what you're able to do. Now, Getting the season going again, you've been out of, you haven't played since March 11th. So I would assume that you would need to go into like a short form training camp to get ready. How would you get ready for something in that scenario? Yeah, for sure. I think for a lot of us, this is probably the longest uh, we've ever been off the ice. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it's been a little over two months now. So uh, again, it's, uh, it's a weird feeling uh, being off the ice, doing something that we love for that long. Um, so yeah, certainly we're going to need some time to come back and have those kind of informal skates to start with. And obviously we'll be doing that in a more controlled environment, uh, probably with smaller numbers to start. And then obviously as, uh, things get deemed to be a little bit more safer and a little bit more, uh, under control, I think we'll be able to move on to like a training camp, uh, and then go to the season. But, uh, certainly it's going to be a process to get us ramped up, uh, to be ready to, to play uh, meaningful games. The Flyers were in the middle of a nine-game hot streak when all of this happened. How frustrating is that to have your season come screeching to a halt when you were on the brink of playoffs? Yeah, I mean, you said it. I think uh, for our team, we just had a lot of um, – coming into the season, we had some new coaches. We had a bunch of new players, and uh, there was a lot of potential there. But uh, down the stretch, uh, especially with that winning streak we were on, we were starting to hit our stride. and play some really good hockey. I think guys were starting to settle into their roles and comfortable uh, with the chemistry of their line mates and uh, kind of the chemistry with the coaching staff and stuff like that. So obviously you kind of hope to carry that out uh, when we get back into it. But uh, yeah, it's it, selfishly, uh, it was tough when the things uh, stopped because of how well uh, the team was doing. When I talked to some other guys around the, around the league last week, they said that they were getting ready for playoffs at home. Have you been keeping up your home workouts or have you been watching Ozark and melting into the couch like me? <laughs> yeah, probably a combo of both there. Uh, Ozark, I've been watching that. I watched some Tiger <laughs> King. Um, what was the other one? Fargo, seasons one, two, and three. So I've been watching a few shows, but uh, I've got a pretty good setup uh, out here with just my home gym. I got some bands, some dumbbells, um, some different things. I have a sauna, so able to implement some things like that in there and uh, have uh, a relatively normal uh, – uh, training uh, program that I can do. I'm not really missing out on too much stuff that I would need otherwise. So I also saw the possibility of um, the games taking place in four cities total, like four host cities. Is that still being floated around out there? Or would it, would every player have to go back to their respective cities? Yeah. Again, those are some of the details that still need to get ironed out. Obviously there's been some talks of these uh, hub cities and, and stuff like that. And then again, how, how to best manage that, obviously, uh, we're going to be going back to our um, to our regular cities just for this phase two at, at some point, and then we would probably go from there. And if we have training camp there or training camp at a more neutral or neutral uh, location, I think those are things that are still being sorted out. But uh, yeah, again, there's lots of options still on the table. So it's uh, again just 
trying to find some uh, some certainty in regards to some answers. And uh, hopefully, the more time passes, we're able to figure uh, some some clear answers out to these things. Is there a timeline that they're giving you right now for when you might get these answers, or is it just kind of up in the air? Yeah, I think I think we're like everyone else. I mean, uh, just it's just day by day, like you mentioned before, things seem to change every every hour, every day. Um, and again, and every week, you look back to the past week, and the, again, you're just kind of on the edge of your seat, hoping uh, for some new information. So it, it kind of comes in spurts, but uh, we're no different than um, other businesses and other people, or we're just excited for that moment to find some clarity and hopefully uh, be able to get a sense of uh, when we're able to uh, move things along. Um, have you been following the Korean baseball league at all? They're playing baseball with no fans. I saw that. I saw there was uh, some stuff on Twitter, I think of, uh, the testing they were doing, I think going into games each day. So, um, it's, I'm sure that'll give some good data, hopefully for the sports leagues over here to try to see what uh, they've done and maybe the things that they they've done well and have had success with, and maybe some things we can tweak. So I think in that sense, it'll be good for us to kind of uh, be able to maybe learn a bit from what they're trying to do. What would it be like winning Lord Stanley without a fan in the house? (laughs) Yeah, you know, again, uh, just the atmosphere that uh, we have in the playoffs in particular, like it's, it's ridiculous, especially in Philly, just the passion of the fans. So to take that out of the equation is going to be a a pretty significant adjustment um, for sure. But uh, Ultimately, I think, again, just the work that everyone puts into preparing themselves to play at the highest level and stuff like that. Uh, I think the team um, that wins, if we're able to get things going again, is still going to have that sense of uh, pride and uh, achievement just from all this, the, everything that goes into it and the grind that it takes to, to win. I think it'll still be uh, pretty special, although it'll be obviously a little bit different uh, atmosphere-wise, certainly celebrating at home with your families instead of bringing the cup to a bar. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be the new party. Um, Last question. As a new dad, if you do have to quarantine for this new format for playoffs, have you and your wife talked this through? What, how does that make you feel knowing that you might potentially not be able to see your newborn for a couple of months? Yeah. You know, we haven't gotten a chance to talk that through yet. I think we're probably, instead of worrying about too much of the hypotheticals, just trying to focus on day to day. But uh, ultimately if it gets to that, I think again, obviously this is uh this is a, a job too at the end of the day. And um, ultimately we want to spend some time with our families, but I think we'll be able to find uh, a happy medium of being able to accomplish both um, in some way, shape or form. So I think, um, maybe it won't look like it does uh, traditionally for us, but I think they'll be able to make something work where you're not going four months without seeing your family. So I think uh, that's not something that they're expecting from uh, the players. So I think they're definitely um, aware of that and have been um, been wanting to work uh, with us on, on that aspect. So uh, that's been uh, a good in that sense. I lied. I have one more question. Where are the players getting their information from? It's all bit, it's all backed on science, but who's bringing you this information? Yeah, that's a good question too. I think uh, for us, we've been getting information from our teams. We've been getting information from the Players Association um, and from the league. I think, again, uh, all these different entities have uh, their respective uh, health officials and experts that they're getting their information from. So obviously there's lots of uh, smart people that uh, – study these things and uh, know the ins and outs of how things like this work. And um, I think, again, that's, that's been the one good thing. I think uh, we've, we have good resources and, and um, trying to wrap our heads around certain things. Obviously, 
there's lots of uncertainties and unpredictabilities at this point, but uh, hopefully we get to a point um, for us and for all sports and for everyone's kind of life just to kind of get things back uh, to to kind of what we know is um, and, and what we've been living up until this point. But uh, obviously that'll be, that'll happen when things are safe. Well, thanks so much for taking time. I know you've got your hands full um, for coming on this podcast. I appreciate it. And congratulations again. I hope you guys stay safe and healthy and hopefully hockey can return to play soon because I'm sick of reruns. <laughs> thanks for having me. I hope so too. No problem. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Moment of Cluth podcast. I'm your host, Megan Cluth. For more episodes, please subscribe and share this episode with others. Visit megancluth.com to get in touch and stay tuned for more great interviews. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.